0: Today's topic is the UK cost of living crisis and joining us for that are Labour peer, Lord Glassman, and political commentator Marina Perkis. So welcome to you both.
1: The bubble with, um, with Europe is it's a union. It, you, you lose your autonomy. Fundamentally, I'm not saying that, that there weren't benefits, I'm not saying that, but fundamentally, You lost the freedom to govern your own state. So, uh, what you need, even outside the money, the the kind of euro itself is crazy where you have fiscal control but no monetary control. That is a model that will collapse. It's inevitable. Again, it's the last thing. There's no way you can leave a central bank that's not accountable to anybody to to manage monetary policy. So, that will collapse, I think, quite soon. But, But even having law that was subject to uh, the, the the european commission which is not a council which is which is effectively equivalent almost the public bureau in terms of accountability no one's a council how can you the kind of change they were talking about that 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 need radical engaging the population can't happen if you are controlled from above and you can't make your own look and that
0: but the european commission only stepped in in such a Sort of tiny fragment of situ- a fraction of a situation. So, so for exa- and, and the and the and if they did, it was to do with trade trade matters.
1: This is the, what, the world the I lived in, and, and it didn't protect the workers because um, it was too complicated. They didn't understand it, so they couldn't look after themselves. The the, the, the legislation is full of holes. It was pure, pure bad, badly drafted, and the holiday pay bits just never worked. I signed out right at the beginning the law was actually faulty. So so you got people at the top bureaucrats making law that doesn't work that that, that completely affected what we could do so what i'm saying is if we are we, going to create a new vision a new settlement a new paradigm you can't do it when you have these people at top who are at the top of this other of system and you can't change your laws Uh, With unless they approve it.
0: But Philip, then you so you okay so you campaigned to leave because you didn't like that. Now I believe that you are a good person. You did want the best for your employees, and you could have been trusted to say scrap the 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 time directive that you didn't like, and you would have, you know, with your own sovereignty, you would have uh, implemented something similar that was more beneficial to your company to the employees. But what we have now is we have we're in the process of having a government that want to have their bonfire of EU laws. Within which sits the Working Time Directive, and they want to scrap that, and you leave then that open to unscrupulous bosses who do not care about their employees. And I love that you've got this vision of the people would be really kind and they and they like you, but they aren't.
1: You raise a right question. I'm not. You need. I'm not talking about uh, freedom from responsibility. You're completely right. I'm just saying the big state, certainly not the, the big union, of not the state, is not the way to open the path. It's hard enough to told people who can't just in, in the UK without the, the EU control. You can't hold. it's too complicated, it's too cumbersome. So what, what Morris and I are working on is to, is, is a system that is not um, that is distributed. We, we talk about a civic trust, which hopefully we can come on to talk about, which is accountable, has to be accountable, but but it's to citizen assemblies. We're not talking about no accountability. You do it. It's creates unique accountability, but the people need to understand issues and actually deal with human beings that they know that they connect and and look after. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen with Europe and it doesn't happen with even with the UK. And I, I'm not arguing with you that, that the mess that we've had for the last few years is is it's barcel and we've achieved nothing with the freedom. But that doesn't mean there was a mistake. It just needs to be got it wrong.
0: I, I my my view is that it was a mistake to do it without even the semblance of a plan to to action because <laughs> You don't. You don't. I don't sell my house without another house to move into, and it feels like that's what we've done. And now I'm out in the cold, and I'm and I'm struggling. And and still, even your your view with the, you know the, the, the civic trusts and the assemblies, which sound beautiful, let's be honest, it does sound like a utopia. We are we are so far removed from being anywhere near that. And for example, there's not even a test bed of this. Like it's there's something like a little freeport test bed, like you know they, they've done. So. the the time in which it will take to get to even a test bed before you consider rolling that out if indeed it is successful we're talking potentially decades centuries and that and then everything that happens in between then because we have removed ourselves from that my my opinion safety net framework of the european union will mean for british people that they see deregulation that harms them in terms of their workers rights and their employment rights and their our environmental rights we've seen it already with the impact on our sewage um and the in- massive inconvenience that we're seeing but also the impact of it on everyday living because of the because of the supply chain issues and the added cost to absolutely everything from you know what your supermarket shop to a pair of shoes that you,
1: you might buy Let me no, just take out that you're right i mean i'm a terroristist so of build fortune in large, large businesses. And I know the problems of getting big problems, except so we would uh, more than 100,000 people a year, so I had to deal with big problems. And ideally you want to plan, but in the real world, it doesn't matter. It's the way we do it in the real world is, is we use agile techniques. So we've which is scrum, which means you have to start with a vision and then you have to build a minimum viable product quickly. Okay. But you can't have, uh, the, the, the days of spending two years using detailed specification for a system are gone. The world is far too complicated for that. So, but, but what I think um, you, you're missing is the people voted for Brexit. I know it was not, it was tight, but you have to recognise that they went against all, both political parties were supportive of Remain fundamentally. And in fact, the business, the business world, so they, they went against everybody. They went by themselves.
0: Philip, I think we need to be really honest about why people did that. I am surprised it wasn't far greater than fifty-two percent, because the electorate were many, many of them weren't many. Of them knew, knew exactly what they were voted for, but a large swathe of them were lied to. They were promised the earth. They were promised that their NHS was going to be like the you know the equivalent of entering a a sanctuary. You know they were promised that their Bills would go down. They would promise cheaper food, cheaper electricity, cheaper gas, cheaper shoes, cheaper. What? Everything was going to be cheaper, right? They would promise control of their borders. They were. There was this nationalist, nationalistic sort of um angle to it. It was. It was, you know, going back to the days when we were proud to be. But, so there was everything was wrapped into. It. And then don't forget the manipulation that happened via Cambridge Analytica online. So all of those swing voters, right? So yes, people. And some people. They didn't even know what they were voting for. it was just a it was a two fingers up to david cameron i agree right and and so to try and to try and then interpret that as people voted for brexit when no one even knew what it entailed
2: i was involved in a very different campaign which was local town halls Mm. mainly across from the northeast down to the midlands really intense conversations and what it was was a rejection of globalization was a reject of this treaty-based anti-democratic global system that's what where you could, three. yeah, that was what I, you know, that's what global I was, honestly, I'm who are we going to be answerable to? Who How can we get rid of them? These were the questions that came up. And obviously there was no accountability within the EU structures. And it's also important to say that if you look at the civic unrest in France, the levels of inflation there, the EU it, it's a kind of they can't move. They seem to be stuck in an endless cycle of, of violence and stagnation. The really scary thing is is the way things are going in Germany at the moment. As I say, with the rise of 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 the of the AfD and and the far right politics. And and thank God that's not happening here. But what we've got the possibility it's now.
0: Happening here, I think. I think it, to say that it's not happening here is to say it's it's not.
2: No, no, what? Uh... No, I'm saying that we haven't got an equivalent of the AFD or Le Pen moving around. That's what I'm saying, or Maloney, or even yeah, Maloney. Yeah, okay. No, no. So these are all going on in EU please countries. If you look at, if you look at what the Overton window is shifting much to the right in Europe is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas we seem to be swinging more to the left. I'm just saying these are these are reality. These are mm-hmm. the realities. Is that the EU does not provide that, and in terms of inflation. Uh, de and wages um, its roughly comparable data going on in, in terms of of the EU in here but the difference being is that we have the freedom now to actually think of alternative economic models a way of strengthening democracy that would have been impossible to do within the framework I of Lisbon-Mustred. Ju-
0: yeah. You could have thought it's that. You could have, you could have done that. You could have modeled them.
2: This is the genuine beauty of living in a democracy is that we can now work through and come up with new institutional arrangements that are literally illegal under the framework of Lisbon and Maastricht.
0: Unfortunately for now we're going to have to leave it there but thank you so much everyone that was a really thought-provoking discussion really really interesting thank you to Philip of course thank you to Lord Glassman and Marina as well and thank you for watching and we will see you on the next one.